Director of the Prince Edward Island Bible Alliance, uh, but also chair of the steering committee for something called Island Advance, which is a uh, project of the Greater Charlottetown Area Chamber of Commerce, and um, it's been a program that the chamber has run uh, for several years now, going back to about 2013 or so. Uh, we've run a number of initiatives over the years. Uh, this morning we have an opportunity really kind of builds nicely in a way on the previous discussion around startup ecosystem uh, and the, the evidence of, of what we're accomplishing in terms of this creating a culture of entrepreneurship and dynamism around uh, the startup community in Atlantic Canada. Um, uh, we looked specifically at one project within Island Advance at the startup ecosystem here in Prince Edward Island, strengths, weaknesses, gaps, uh, what do we need to be doing for the future, and that's what Patty is going to, to talk about. So uh, with no further ado, I'll ask Patty Devine, uh, Project Director, to uh, present the ecosystem report. Thank you, Rory, and good morning, everyone. It's great to see a good turnout here. Uh, Island Advance, as Rory mentioned, is a project, a province-wide project of the Greater Charlottetown Area Chamber of Commerce. And um, we're a, a small project team, myself and Shelby McDonald, who's in the front row here. And we are, we are guided by the Chamber of Commerce Board, and we have a 14-member advisory board that represents business sectors across the province. And some of those members are here today, Ed Lawler and Corey Gray, and, of course, Alex Macbeth, who is also uh, chair, co-chair of this, this uh, conference. So uh, with no further ado, I'll explain the, um, the results of the ecosystem report that we commissioned last year. So today we are presenting the final report of PEI's Entrepreneurial Ecosystem Inventory, Gap Analysis, and Baseline Data Project. And that's a mouthful, and the project was a mouthful. It was, it was broad in scope. And so while Peter Moriera looked at, you know, three criteria and a startup ecosystem, we were broad. We looked at the ecosystem. We looked at startups. We looked at traditional business. And uh, we knew that things were going well, but we wanted to put in place some measurements so that we'd be able to, to gauge our momentum and to really identify what's working, um, what's working, where to focus, and where to invest. So I don't have to tell anybody in the room that entrepreneurship is recognized as really the, engine, the, the growth behind economic development. And jurisdictions around the world are investing in entrepreneurial ecosystems to, to address the long-term trend towards the knowledge-intensive economy. Measuring ecosystem performance is a little bit, it's rather new, but nevertheless, it's important for the reasons I just stated. Um, we, were, we commissioned the report really to lay the groundwork for an entrepreneurship strategy for the province. So the project scope, um, as I mentioned, we want to, to examine what's in place to support entrepreneurship, to identify gaps, what could be preventing entrepreneurs and even sectors from launching or scaling, 
And we wanted to establish a, a baseline data to, to serve as a starting point for ongoing measurement. The report looked at both supports for entrepreneurship and early stage companies and the economic outcomes of, of, the, uh, of that activity in terms of number of companies, jobs, growth, et cetera. And the study took a broad view looking at the ecosystem in general and what's supporting entrepreneurship and also a sector by sector basis. We commissioned group ATN out of Halifax to conduct the research. They did it from uh, February, March, and April. They consulted roughly 60 key informants, of which about 20 were business owners. Uh, the others were investors, senior executives in government, academia, industry associations, and business support organizations. Again, uh, focusing on what um, on Entrevestor's yearbook of 2016, two years ago, and on the data from two years ago, uh, PEIs, or Charlottetown's ecosystem, had evolved more in the past two years than other parts of the region. So many of you may also know that PEI's economic indicators have been very strong in the last few years. Our exports are growing, our population is growing, even getting younger, incomes are growing, and business confidence is high. And I think that same success was, is reflected in the ecosystem. Our ecosystem has been de developing rapidly. We have strong momentum in ICT, gaming, bioscience, and food value added, and early momentum in advanced manufacturing and clean tech. So there's a, a snapshot, really, of what's in place, the overarching industry supports and resources. Uh, we looked at the priority sectors that are identified by Innovation PEI and the Prince Edward Island government, bioscience and food, ICT, clean tech, advanced manufacturing, and aerospace and marine. And PEI has developed a number of programs, initiatives, and partnerships with lead stakeholders throughout government, education and training, industry associations, accelerators, and incubators. And this gives you just a snapshot visually. It's not exhaustive, but it does give you an idea of the organizations that are active supporting the ecosystem across the province. In terms of data, um, it turns out that there's not a lot of consistent uh, data that was available, really from a retrospective in any case, and that was a key finding in the report. But luckily, uh, Innovation PEI in 2016 did put together a very comprehensive database showing 216 programs delivered by 82 agencies and organizations that support various aspects of the entrepreneurship ecosystem. There were two really important supports that came online in, uh, after 2016, and that would be the Startup Zone and Island Capital Partners. So we asked Group ATN to include those in the data set. So you'll see of the 218 initiative, initiatives, government is uh, delivering about half of them, and the balance is, uh, are delivered through nonprofits, industry associations, uh, academia, and the private sector. Moving to the key findings of the report, what stood out really the most, and it's probably not going to be a big surprise to anybody who lives here in PEI, is our, uh, our quality of place. And it was, out, it was outstanding from the perspective that it was consistent among the key informants to the study, including founders, service providers, and government agencies. There's a real attachment to place here. So that's our size and scale, our ability to get everybody in the room to make decisions, uh, the high level of collaboration, we, get, we can get stuff done quickly and we have a shared sense of purpose. 
And we also have a very nice quality of life. You know, we've got a good work-life balance here. And when you have an attractive place like that, that helps you actually in attracting talent and retaining talent. So I'll quickly go over the strengths. Uh, quality of place, as mentioned, and exports. Obviously, when you're uh, 153,000 people, uh, to develop your economy, you have to have some strong exports. There's strong connectivity among e ecosystem players. We have growing momentum and maturity in, bios in the bioscience cluster uh, and food, ICT, of course. Diversity, as Peter Moriera mentioned, in terms of we're not, everything's not on one particular sector, and uh, there's subsectors emerging and scaling, such as the gaming sector. There have been high-profile exits in bio and ICT, and those exits, the funding and the mentorship expertise that comes from those, those uh, exits are helping to spawn and support more startups, and that's the sign of a good, healthy ecosystem. Uh, Island Capital Partners has been a very welcome addition to the uh, access to funding, and that's been a very strong initiative from the, from the private sector. The model that they put in place, the, the private dollars leveraging public do dollars is very much appreciated. Skill and talent development, UPEI and Holland College are very important assets. Holland College in particular because of uh, it's a college can be a little bit more responsive to industry needs, but uh, there's certainly been evidence of that. You'll hear that there's uh, a lack of labor or uh, skilled talent, uh, you know, across, across the board, but apparently the key informants to this study have said that in PEI, it, they've, we've been able to weather it a little better because of a combination of immigrant recruitment, outreach to expats, and efforts to retain our youth. And we've been very fortunate to attract C-level executives who are very motivated to grow our ecosystem and nurture it. Now to the gaps. These gaps that we'll identify were... Uh, were based on the input from the key informants, and we see them as opportunities to improve the ecosystem. So we've identified six general uh, gaps and then two sector-specific gaps. So an updated vision and innovation or entrepreneurship strategy. Many say a new vision and strategy would help us get to the next level faster. Ecosystem measurement. There's a lack of consistent metrics, and we need agreement and a commitment to measure, and apparently it's the same everywhere in Canada. You know, you, you, if you don't have the metrics in place, how do you know if you're really doing well and how you can do better? I know uh, there's even, you know, among uh, Innovation Science and Econo Economic Development Canada has put together a performance measurement framework. So we're not alone here in PEI in not having those metrics already, uh, already determined. More uh, private sector champions, there's no one body that's mandated to harness that, those private sector champions and to further develop the ecosystem. More entrepreneur development across the board, so that means nurturing your entrepreneurs. More incubators and accelerators where they'll pick up skills, where there be opportunities for entrepreneurs to, to learn to pitch, to hone their pitching skills, and help companies become investment ready, and more mentor, mentoring required. There's always more need for access to capital, although Island Capital Partners is a great start. Um, founders say that startup companies need a more customized approach to market development. So while trade, the trade missions that are put on by Trade Team PR are really important to PEI's economy, the founders who were consulted for this study say that they need a little bit, something a little bit more customized. And then specific gaps in, in bio, bioscience and food is infrastructure. We're missing opportunities. 
because of a lack of wet labs and uh, scale-up space. And for the IC ICT sector broadly, it's felt that an industry association would allow the private sector to champion an industry-led strategy for growth, and that's really important. So moving on to uh, the proposed areas for future investment and focus, evidence supports five important areas for near-term near and future focus, starting with the vision and strategy, the framework. Many see us as needing that to underpin the entrepreneurial ecosystem, and perhaps it's integrated into our broader innovation strategy needs to be uh, for the private sector leadership, stronger coordination and a more integrated approach. And the good, note, good news is that we have a strong business community and leadership base that's highly motivated to support and scale the ecosystem. Entrepreneur and venture development. All sectors need more and better entrepreneur and venture development. More incubators and accelerators where those entrepreneurs can ex access the skills and mentoring and where companies can become investment ready. The report calls for a more deliberate and integrated approach to cluster development and support. Bioscience and aerospace clusters have seen great results. You might even say that there's been a cluster for, uh, for gaming. Uh, the report recommends an in-depth case study of the history and evolution of the bioscience cluster that could inform an effective approach to cluster development. And finally, measuring momentum. It's key to gauging success and identifying future investments and focus. We need agreement on a, uh, a metric set for businesses and the ecosystem supporters. Uh, we need a commitment from them. And the metrics, we're, we've been told, need to be easy to compile, which is easier said than done, I'd say, easy to understand and easy to communicate. And the report further says that sh this should not be left to chance, that some entity preferably outside government, should be tasked with undertaking annual measurement and communicating the results. So to summarize, the report found an early entrepreneurial, entrepreneurial ecosystem punching above its weight with notable momentum in bioscience and food and the ICT and gaming sectors scaling nicely. Our quality of place is unique. It's a scalable asset that can be leveraged. This is consistent across all key informants, as I mentioned and better measurement tools will help us achieve results faster. Uh, we are going to be releasing, the report will be, is, the full report is available on islandadvance.ca. Thanks very much, uh, Patty. This was a significant piece of work, and I just want to again thank uh, the, uh, our Island Advance uh, Advisor Committee. Some are here present, and, and others that worked behind the scenes to kind of bring the informant groups uh, together that were so important to getting the information and the sense of where we are and where we need to go with our uh, ecosystem here in the province. Thank you very much for your time this morning. Thank you, Patty, for your presentation. Uh, do check out the, the full report uh, that was done, the gap analysis. And again, thank you very much.